Very day. Tommy. Barry Dean. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. That's, Is yeah. the gardener there today? No, uh, he only he only has to come once a month in, you know, here, you know, you know, only once a month. I, I wanted to get a, a Super Bowl pick from him today. <laughs> you know, I wanted to get uh, what's his name again? Luis. Luis Luis Gonzalez. Yeah, I wanted to get Luis's uh take and, and just get a pick from him. You bring him in. He, you know, maybe he's got the blower on him, the leaf blower, maybe not. But he probably would pick the Rams, don't you think? Oh, of course. Of course. I'm to pick so anyway, so we want to apologize to everybody out there. Old Venezuela's Barry D, my buddy here, Tommy T. This is our show brought to you by our Cajun brothers at Boot Crew Media. This is our Super Bowl extravaganza, Rams against Bengals. Sorry about all the technical difficulties. Dat, thanks for staying with us. We appreciate it. So, T., you want to get briefly into the Brian Flores and the, the whole scenario about? Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I don't. You know, we'll try to keep the five minutes, but it's hard for you and I to brief on anything when we feel passionate and strong about something. And we've been talking for for years about the NFL and the, and that bogus Rooney Rule. First of all, you you have this thing called the Rooney Rule. It's so funny. The NFL come up with this rule and they name it after. We- Owners of the NFL, Art Rooney, whatever, and then his son, you know, Dan Rooney, and now it's Art Rooney the third. So they name it after that fan. They try to name it after basically the Kennedys of the NFL. Like the rules are like Kennedys. They're like the, the royal family of the NFL. So they try to name this rule after him to try to get some credibility because Rooney's are known as a family that has credibility in the NFL, that which is already bogus. To come up with this Rooney rule, you know, you have to come up with a rule to hire black people. Really, like you're just saying right now, you're just admitting with the Rooney rule, you're that we don't like to hire black people. That's what the Rooney rule says. And I guarantee you, if you ask any young black coach or 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 a veteran black player that's coming up and wants to get in the coaching ranks, he's going to say the same thing. He's going to say Rooney rule just says you don't want to hire me which is the most bogus rule. And it's funny because the NFL is supposedly the most image conscious organization in the world. Like they're all about protecting the image of the shield, yet they always do something that that makes you think that, you know, you know their, 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 their PR department is run by a bunch of interns at a community college. Where do you come up with Rooney Rule? And then after Ryan Flores got with the federal lawsuit, which basically named Steven Ross, 
of the Dolphins. He named Denver Broncos and the New York Giants. He, he basically accused them of racial discrimination. And the NFL comes out with a press release within 48 hours calling it, uh, it has no merit. It's without merit. In quotes, it's out merit. Well, how can it be without merit if there's only, there was only one black coach in the NFL at the time of the lawsuit and you have the Rooney rule, which says we're going to hire black people. Of course it had merit. But again, the NFL, they do everything so wrong, it's laughable. Again, I'll go back to, like, do they just hire people out of Mo Valley College or Hudson Valley College? Where are they getting their people from? It's really, it's a bunch of baloney, and it's so, it's so obvious what they're doing, too. And if I was the Rooney family, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, don't use my name on any of this crap because it's not what, what, what I intended this to be. Like I want to, I, w- I would just say, I don't want my name on that. Don't call it the Rooney rule. Call it the stupid NFL rule. You know, the, 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 the national plantation league. Like don't, don't call it. I, you know, they, they keep saying it. I would go crazy. The Rooney's, did they even Mary, make comments? Mary, they already had the Rooney rule. It's all emancipation proclamation. Yeah, I know, but it's like a prank. It's been in, in 18, Whatever. When did Lincoln? When did he do the Emancipation Proclamation? Eight hundred something, right? Yeah, it's you, you to say the Rooney Rule is just so redundant. It's just saying, well, you know what? Since Abraham Lincoln declared all men equal, really haven't moved forward yet. It, it's so stupid. Just hire the black guys. Just hire the good the good coaches. Exactly. Just hire them. I mean, but they don't want to do it. They don't want to do the it. The other thing is, not only like when do her, then they fire him. Like if I Brian Flores after three seasons, and he had two seasons with winning record. Well, what? How do you fire a coach with a winning record? There should be a rule. You can't fire a coach if he had winning record. That should be a rule. He was nine and eight this year. He won seven games in a row at one point in the season. Last year he was ten six. There should be a rule. You should not be allowed to fire your coach. I don't care if he insults your wife. You shouldn't be able to fire your coach and win two seasons in a row. Now I lost your audio. Oh, I just stopped talking. Yeah, I lost your audio. You keep freezing on me like the internet's fucked. Oh, everything's fine here. You're like nothing's freezing on my end. You're good. Uh, nothing. You're yeah, moving you're, around. You're freezing yeah. though. Every time I, you, your voice is freezing and your and your screen's freezing. What the heck? That you were doing that was happening with you last week. I don't know why it's going on. I don't know. Anyway, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. I just wanted to. You were you were like it was like a kung fu movie. <laughs> it was it was like a kung fu movie. It's like you were talking, but it wasn't matching up. But um, you know what? We could go on and on about this. It's it's just I hope I hope Flores wins his lawsuit or something happens. I hope. Well, I don't. I don't think it will. It'll have to be settled. The last thing about the last thing about the Flores thing is that um, Roger Dell gave the State of the League a speech at the Super Bowl. It's an annual address of the league and the staff of the league. Every time that guy speaks, I want to jump off a building. He is the most disingenuous public speaker I've ever seen. How is he making forty million dollars a year? How are the NFL players letting him take their money? Take their money. The owners are paying him $40 million a year. The NFL players should be saying, you know what? We want that money. Don't give that money to that bum who gets out there and starts, he talks in circles. 
rules and nonsense. He never says anything ever, like nothing substantial, nothing real, just a liar. And and so as soon as he talks, I turn it off, and then I have to read about it afterwards. That's interesting. So you you wait you you you're really you're, he's a liar. You're like straight up. He is such a liar. He doesn't care about anybody or anything, and it's obvious because like he spent six months trying to Tom Brady for deflating a football, and and then he and then he lets then he then he reduces Ben Roethlisberger's suspension for two rapes. From six games to four games, he doesn't care. He's just a phony, and I and I can't believe people aren't going. You know what? We're not playing the Super Bowl if Roger Dell is still part of our league. DTT. Yeah, see, there's a Japanese movie again. <laughs> Brian, Brian, Brian's here. He's pissed. Yeah, let's go, Brian. I don't know. I think he's. I don't. I think he's happy. I don't know. He might be pissed. Maybe he's pissed. Brian, are you pissed or are you happy? I think he. I think he. I think it could be either one. I don't know how I'm reading. Let me. I think it's excitement. I think that could be excitement. What do you want to talk about, Brian? And what? Where would where, simple go? He took off. That well, one two. That simple one two Brian, one one. He left. Brian he got frustrated. To, he took off. Brian he had to go to the bathroom. about his new head coach because you know the Saints. They had a devastating thing happen to them in the offseason. Sean Payton stepped away. Right. Of course. He's not going to stay around that team with with that injured Winston and then the other guy, the, the yeah Tyson Hill. He's not going to do that. Yeah, he got out in the nick of time. He's smart, Sean Payton. He ain't stupid. I got to tell you, buddy. I, I one thing I'm impressed with this year in the NFL season is that you do like much better with names. Your your name. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened. Like your names have gotten good. It comes around. It, yeah. It, it, Remember, for years, you couldn't say Brett Favre. No. And then it just happened. I think it's just I, repetition. I have to repeat it and repeat it and repeat it, and then sooner or later I get it. Yeah. And look, at uh, Brian Bergeron said he's always happy. So, Brian, yeah. Brian, are you happy with Dennis Allen taking over the head coaching duties? Because he, he did a terrific job with the defense the last several years there. And um, they had that uh, GM Loomis. It's kind of a funny name, isn't it? Mickey Loomis. 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 He's a, he's a GM. And, and Mickey Loomis' explanation is, we're not building anything here. We have the right culture. We have the right talent. And he says, we're just going to continue with what we've been doing. Even though, obviously, he's probably sad to see Sean Payton go. I like the way the Saints are pushing this new hire. They're just basically kicking Dennis Allen upstairs. And they're going for it. Right? You got me? No, I lost you again. What the heck's going on? I, I Everything's working perfect here. Well, because what you're seeing is me. I know, but it's gotta be I'm seeing me too. There's no freeze on me. You really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, I'm, I'm moving around like crazy. No freeze. Hmm. What's That's that dog weird. you got back there? That's weird. What's the dog you got back there? What dog? Behind you. What, 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 oh, it's a shirt. Oh, I thought it was a, a, thought it was a I thought it was a Rottweiler. Wait, let me wait, see here. He thinks, okay, wait, let me put this up here. 
Uh, yes, I think he's the right person for the job. All right, he's happy with that. Okay, but you know what? If someone said I think he's the right person for the job, that means they go three and fourteen next year. That's always the case. Yeah, I mean, you know, they had to get something. I think their big thing, the Saints' big thing for next year is going to be quarterback. Are they going to draft like Kenny Pitts? Are they going to draft uh, the guy from Ole Miss? You know, what are they going to do? Are they going to are they going to try to trade like like who could they get? Like they they they're not going to get like Cousins. I think I think they get Russell Wilson. You think they get Russell? Oh, wow. Yeah, I that think that would be I think that would be an excellent fit for them as Russell Wilson. And still draft a rookie early. Well, I, to get Russell Wilson, you're probably going to have to give up your draft. You got to give up. Yeah, I would take him. You know what? That would be their best their best thing. But what do they what do they do with Michael Thomas? Can they get rid of him? Michael Thomas doesn't look like he really wants to play there. He hasn't played in two years. But what's his contract? Can you? What's the deal? What's the hit? I don't know. I mean, I know he signed a he signed a mammoth contract two years ago. I don't know what kind of guaranteed money there is. But at this point, I I, I believe that they would be willing to uh, move on from him and take the hit. But but I think they're in a, they're in half hell worse than anybody. They're they got one of the worst cap situations because they um. What do they call it? Restructured the, uh, several contracts and kept kicking the ball down the street. So how are they going to do Wilson then if they do Wilson? Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It, it, Wilson, how, Wilson's got a pretty big contract. Maybe they trade Michael Thomas for him. I don't know. Maybe that helps their Yeah, they got to get rid of Thomas because he's, he's an albatross around their neck right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, mean, you know, he's Ben Simmons. He's the Ben Simmons of the NFL. Yeah, Ben. Except he's got good hands. <laughs> Michael Thomas, at least he's, he's the Ben Simmons in the NFL, but he's got good hands. Yeah. yeah. Ben Simmons Ben Simmons got his wish. He's with the Nets, with KD. I mean, we had to talk about that a little bit before we get into the Super Bowl. I thought it was hilarious today. I was like, I was like, one team gets a guy that knows his strong hand and can shoot, and the other team gets a guy who's got two offhands. You can't shoot yeah. any other. <laughs> yeah. It's a good trade for both teams, though, don't you think? I mean, considering where they were, you know? And, uh, I guess so. I mean, Simmons wasn't going to. Kyrie. Kyrie only plays the road games, though. How weird is that? Now, your mic just, your mic just went out. How about now? Yeah, you're good now. You're good. You know what? How's my book? You know what? This week, you know what we could have did this show? We could have just got two soup cans and string. Yeah. And put this. it together. Yeah. Hey, and, and, and did it. Where'd you get those shades? Those shades are nice. Yeah. These are my Joe Burr shades. I got so my Joe Burr right. shades. I got my Joe Burr. I got a small yeah. Joe Burr cigar. Can we because talk about big like Joe Burr? I can't have a big fat stogie. I got a can little we talk, one. Um, can we talk uh, Joe Burr for five minutes? Yeah. Let's talk. So, let's talk. Let's start okay. with Joe Burr and let's get into the Super Bowl because, you know, we touched on those other little things, you know, which aren't really great things. But everybody wants to talk about the Super Bowl and let's talk about that and let's start with Joe Burr. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. So, so he's, uh, you know, they nicknamed him Joe Cool because he's, 
He just he just has that charisma. He's got that thing about. Him. He's very cool. The thing I love about him is, you know, Ohio State it didn't work out because they gave the job Wayne Haskin, and then he transferred to LSU, and then of course he had that epic year where he went thirteen zero, fourteen zero. He set every record imaginable at LSU that one year, and so then he goes to Cincinnati. So they call him Cool, which is a very fitting nickname for the guy, right? He's just pretty cool. He looks like McCullough from Home Alone, all grown up. But that's oh my god, he does. But but it's just cool, right? Now the funny thing is, this is the he's the third Joe Cool in the Super Bowl. The original Joe Cool was Joe Nath, who guaranteed winning Super Bowl three, right? And of course, he was at a, he was at a hotel pool in Miami, sitting in a lounge chair. You know, when they were photographing him and everything like that. And then later on, he went to one of those uh, dinners before the Super Bowl and said, not only are you going to beat the Baltimore Colts, but continue we're going to beat the Colts. So what happened? No, I'm all right. I thought I burned, my, I thought I burned myself. You got you to gotta know how to do this stuff. And I don't know how to do this. I'm pretending here. And I haven't practiced enough as an actor here. Okay, so then the second Joe Cool was obviously Joe Montana of San Francisco 49ers, who led the Niners to four Super Bowl championships. Montana was four in the Super Bowl, undefeated in the Super Bowl. I mean, who's holding Joe Montana? He's famous for 19, was the 1988 Super Bowl when uh, the 49ers got the ball backed up in their own, in their own end zone. They were like the 10-yard line or whatever they were. And uh, they were down to the Cincinnati Bengals in that game. And uh, it was a TV timeout. And during the timeout, they were all nervous because they were kind of losing like 2016 or 16 to 13 or whatever it was. And so before they before they came back from the timeout, Joe Montana said, Hey man, is that John Candy? He saw John Candy in the audience, like in the in Enzo. Oh, yeah, I remember that story. Right. And then uh, Harris Harton, the offensive tackle, said, What? And he said, That's John Candy over. Look at him, the John Candy's sitting there. And Harris Barton said, man, we're losing. Like, what are you talking about? And Joe Montana, don't worry about it. We got this. And then he drove him like 90 yards, right? That's Joe Cool, number two. And now we got possibly Joe Cool, number three. Well, there was another Joe, Joe Fleckle. Theisman. What about huh? Theisman? How about uh, Joe Pl uh, Plunkett and Theisman? Well, that's Jim Plunkett, but. Or Jim Plunkett. I'm sorry, Joe, Joe Theisman, though. Joe Theismann, okay, Joe Theismann won the Super Bowl 1982 with the Washington Redskins. He, he wasn't cool, though. He was good. He wasn't cool. Not like these guys. <laughs> was he cool when Lawrence Taylor broke his leg? Well, what about Joe Flacco with the Ravens? Oh, he won yeah. the Super Bowl last time. So, see, there's a lot of Joes. But, and of course, there's a lot of Joe with a common name. There's a losing Joe. You should know the so Who do you Joe. think's the top Joe? Well, you should, you should know the losing Joe. The losing Joe was Joe Cap. Oh yeah, yeah. The Vikings Super Bowl two. Of course, yeah. No Super Bowl four. Joe Cap. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how that guy played professional football. He was just a big galoop. Yeah, just well, a big, just yeah. go around, turn so, around. So wait, we got, got Joe, we got Joe named Joe Cap, uh, uh, Joe Theismann, Joe Montana, Joe Flacco, and now Joe Burrow. That's six Joes. Wow. So, I should have named Roman Joe. So are we missing anybody? I think that's all the Joes, right? So who? So out of those, you you got to say that Montana's one and Namath is two. Well, I think so. I think that um, Namath is two, 
Namath won 16 to 7. Namath had the biggest upset. I mean, he they say that Namath puts Super Bowl on the map. The well, he did because he had a personality. Remember, he was at the pool, laying out at the pool. All the reporters were there. You know, he had his fur coats. He had his ladies. He did. He had the personality. And I think Joe Burr is kind of like trying to replicate that. But you got to slow your roll a little bit because it's going to take him some time to get there. He's not there yet. You know, I mean, hasn't even played this game yet. If he wins this game, he's there. If he wins it. Yeah, I think right now they're, everybody's just a little too premature about him. Like he's good and he's doing well and he's only, you know, I mean, this is what, his second, third year and he's, he's in the Super Bowl and everything and he tore his ACL. He was out all year, but he, it's still not, you know, you got to see what happens this game before yeah, you start being one of the top Joes. Well, I think that um, before Joe Namath won Super Bowl, Super Bowl three when the Colts beat the Jets, before that game, the first two Super Bowls, Green Bay beat uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Raiders in the first two Super Bowls, right? Yeah. They, those games weren't even sold out. Those, those games, they had to give tickets away. No, you know, no one cared, right? It wasn't popular. So I think Joe Namath put the Super Bowl on that. I think Joe Namath really made the Super Bowl what it is today. Is the event. I think he did, too. It was the biggest upset. And also, the AFC wasn't looked upon as some powerhouse back then. No, that was a huge upset. The, the both yeah, that's what I They were they were the establishment. They were, you know, they were the, the, the Johnny Nice, you know, and they had, uh, you know, they had uh, Don, young Don Shula was the coach. Yeah. So, so uh, Brian, Brian, I love Kenny Stabler. Kenny Stabler was cool, even though he's not a Joe. Kenny Stabler was great. Oh, he was cool as a mom. Kenny Stabler was cool as a mom, boy. We love was Kenny Stabler. the best left-hand quarterback ever? No, Steve Young. Yeah, yeah. Young. Better than yeah, Steve. I guess he was. Yeah, but, okay, so Kenny was – wasn't Kenny, Kenny Stabler a Cajun? He had a cup. Was Kenny Stabler from the South? Yeah, you, Alabama. University of Alabama, same as Joe Namath. Yeah, was he from Louisiana? I don't think or he's from, from Alabama. Oh no, I thought he was from Alabama. He was a Southern guy. He could southern, he could sling it like a Southern guy could sling it. We so let's. I love that guy, even though I I didn't like the Raiders. They beat the Vikings in that one Super Bowl. I didn't like them. He so made, anyway, so this, yeah, he was born. He's born in Foley, Alabama, and he was a high was school. He went to Foley High School in Alabama, University of Alabama. But you know, he made the Hall of Fame after he died. Pop. Yeah, they should have put him in before he died. I never that was bullshit. that word. Posthumously, you know, when they say, but when you miss something after you die, posthumously, I don't know how to say Yeah, that. yeah, that's what they do. It's yeah. like they give, when they give guys like Academy Awards and stuff, and they're, they're already dead. But that word so wait, he said, I remember this. Wait, I got to show this, because I remember when he played for the Saints. Yeah. And did he play for the Saints the same time that George Rogers and yeah. Earl Campbell? Yeah. Played Absolutely. for a word. Uh, he played for Bum Phillips. Yeah, remember, like, wasn't Bum it George Phillips. Rogers and Earl Campbell and Stabler was on that team, but Stabler didn't start, did he? There was another guy. No, I think he started, but he, he got started. Hurt. He started, yeah. They traded. They traded Dante Pastorini for him. Oh my God! That's and then Dante Pastorini was starting for the Raiders, and he broke his leg. 
And that's when Jim Plunkett took over. Jim Plunkett, like, was disappeared. And then he took over and they won the Super Bowl. I remember watching a clip, an old clip. It was a Sunday night football or a Monday a Sunday, a Monday night football on Sunday, and it was the Saints against the Cowboys, and it was and 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 it was um Earl Campbell and, and Kenny Stable were on the Saints and George Rogers and Dallas, I think, had um was it Danny White? No, they had and, and OJ was doing the game. I've got a I got a clip of it, and OJ's doing the announcement. <laughs> oh, well, in that game, you know what happened? Dallas was losing, and they drove all the yeah. way down the field. They scored a touchdown in the last minute of the game, but missed the extra point, so they couldn't tie the game. And so then uh, New Orleans had the ball, and somehow Saber got tackled in the end zone for safety. And the Cowboys yeah. won by one point. It was one of the crazy games. They would have never missed an extra point if they had Dempsey. He would have hit it with that cheating. He had that half foot, that cheating half foot. Well, you know he had a plate. You he know he had a plate in that foot. Yeah. He, that was cheating. They got to look into that. He was cheating. Did that you go Raiders away again? Bro. You know what? All right, so look. So, Do you think that Rangers in the 70s with Nick Stabler, John Madden as the coach, with Ted Hendricks, do you think those guys ever worked out or just they just showed up and played? No, I need to show up. They never worked It's like out, that right? movie North Dallas 40 with Nick they Nolte. They were smoking it's in the, just in like the that room, movie. right? Yeah. It's just room. like that movie, that North Dallas 40. They would smoke and drink and, yeah, and they would just ice themselves down and go in. Yeah, they didn't do nothing. They, they, they no. used to sit in a, they probably sit in a hot tub with a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm losing. I don't mean to talk over you, but I keep, I keep, you know, I've got, we got a glitch between the yeah. audio here and the video. However, whatever it is, we'll try to figure it out, get it straightened out for next, next time. But, um, so let's, I mean, let's just talk about, let's go, let's go, let's go talk about the teams. Let's talk about, you know, Burr, obviously Burr's a big deal. Joe, Joe Burrow's a big deal for the, for the, for the Bengals, but also it chases a big deal. You know, uh, oh, their little yeah. running back deal, and even their defense is a big deal because, and their de defensive coach, whatever that guy is a genius because what he did in that second half against Kansas City, I don't, he still don't understand what he did, but he stopped yeah. them. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. You're right. who's the coach? The defensive coordinator. I don't know. No one knows who he is. You're right. You're 100 right. But I, I wonder who did that. I, whatever he did, I can't believe he did it in a halftime scenario. Like, how did he do that? Like, I'm sure he had oh, a he's Italian guy, Lou Anaromo. An Italian? Yeah, Lou Anaromo. another Italian. Yep. He's so, wrong with these Italians. They you know he's from, he's, from, uh, he's from Staten Island. Yeah, see, see, these Italian guys figure stuff out no matter how you do it. The Raider coach said, comes in. He's Italian. Funny. Buddy, he went to Wagner College with Danny Rivera. There you go. He went with one of our buddies, Wagner College. Yeah. Which they're, they're still Division Three powerhouse. They're a powerhouse. Yeah, yeah. Wagner College. Wagner College is on the island. It's on Staten Island. Yeah, they would recruit a lot in upstate New York. Yeah, yeah. No. So he, he went he, to school with one of our friends. He went with school yeah, with Danny, Danny Rivera went to Wagner College. They, they, were in, they were at Wagner at the same time. Danny knows who went to Rommel. 
Oh my god. So that guy, I I believe he probably had some game plans in his back pocket and he took that thing out. He was saving that thing. He didn't have to use it the first game they played him. They beat him. He was saving that and it was a Mahomes defense. I don't know what he did. I heard like he would rush three, drop that one guy. And that one guy, what's that one guy's name? The tall defensive end, the the white dude. He would watch Mahomes. Trey, Trey Hendrickson. That freaking guy. No, good. no, no, my bad. It, it's Sam uh, Sam Hubbard. Sam Hubbard. Hubbard. Yeah. And, yeah. What, and whatever they were doing, I, I still can't believe it, but it yeah. worked. So what I'm trying to say is I know the Rams know what happened. They watched the film. So yeah. if the Cincinnati Bengals do that, will that work against the Rams? Well, I mean, it, 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 the only thing is they don't have to do that against the Rams because Matthew Stafford is not a threat run like, like Mahomes. They were throwing Mahomes off his game by rushing him late. So okay. they, they have to come up with a different game plan for Stafford, I think. But let me ask you this. They were dropping how many guys in coverage? Well, they were dropping seven, seven but then they were running They were running a, a guy late. Into the into the backfield. All right. So so if you if you one Italian one Italian to another Italian, if you had to tell the defensive coordinator, coach of Bengals, the Italian guy, what would you do to stop the Ram offense? Well, I would put I would put Jalen Ramsey on Chase, and I would have follow Chase all over the field. I would just have him shadow Chase. Right? No, I mean. No, the Bengal defense against the Rams. Oh, yeah. Well, well how would you do that? It, it, I, I, you're going to have to play a zone against Cooper Cup because that guy, that guy, great, isn't he great? You can't double him. Um, no, I think you double him I, because I, you can't double him because you got OBJ. Then you're leaving OBJ alone. I, you don't want to. You don't want to leave him alone. You know what I mean? He'll kill you. Right? And they got that backup tight end that's that's played well. That one guy got hurt. The yeah. other tight end, the white dude, yeah, they, they put that bad. other guy in. It was good. I And also, keep in mind, the Rams are going to run the ball. They want to run the ball. They got Cam Akers. They got Sony Michelle. And they got Daryl Henderson back. So they're going to try to dominate the line of scrimmage and run the ball and keep the ball out of um, Joe, Joe Cool's hands. The Rams are going to oh, have a different really? kind of game plan than you think. They're not going to so totally rely on the passing game. Ah. Yeah. So you think they're going to try to ball control them and then and then make them fall asleep and then go deep. Well, and they're no, probably going to do a lot of crossing patterns. Try to keep Cincinnati out of rhythm. They're not going to let them get into a uh, – the Rams are not going to let the Bengals get into a rhythm. So they're going to try to control the ball more. You know, and uh, they're not going to be quick strike on the field. The Bengals are going to play a zone on them. The Rams are going to just run the ball at them, and they're going to run those bubble screens and those those the kind of plays that they run. And then also, you know, Sean McVay got that great misdirection running play. I don't know how he does that play where he the line goes one way, the back goes the other way. He's got, he's got all those plays. You know, so that's that's what they're going to do. Do you think if they had Robert Woods, it would be? A, a bigger mismatch, if it's a mismatch I mean, at all. 
Yeah, Robert Woods is like their second. Yeah, I don't. Well, if they had Robert Woods, I don't know if they would have gone out Beckham. I think they needed Beckham then. Yeah. You know. So I get what you're saying. It's interesting. They want to keep the ball out of Burrow's hands, Joe Burrow's hands, and they might run it more than people think. And they're going to throw maybe some more screens to like um to um uh, Sony or Acres. Sony and Odell. They're going to maybe get Odell the ball out, out you know, in the open, stuff like that. You know, and um, and the Bengals, the Bengals don't have a great offensive line. Joe Burrow gets hit a lot in the playoffs. He sat nine times against Tennessee Titans. Yeah, that was ridiculous. So, so you think they can get to him? Well, if, if they try to, you know, if they try to get the ball downfield, yeah. Like we got Leonard Floyd, and then they got the two stars. They got uh, Von Miller and the best player in football, Aaron Donald. So yeah, they're gonna get to Joe Burrow. They're gonna definitely get to him. So, they're gonna probably. That's probably gonna be their thing, right? The Rams are gonna want to put pressure on him. It's like it's you know, and 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 they take their chances, right? They're gonna. Yeah, and then Jack Taylor has to come up with a great game plan. He has to take advantage of the pass rush. He's got to be used against them. You know, maybe the over-pursuit, you know, try to use the over-pursuit against them and get a lot of misdirection the other way. Zach Taylor goes with McVay. They, they know each other. I think um, um, Mixon's in for a big game catching the ball. That, guy, that guy's good. That guy's really I good. think he's going to catch the ball a lot out of the backfield. He's the like, best. Like, I agree with you. Like, don't don't they do – don't they when – don't you let him come – I think the I think the Bengals are going to let that defensive line come and over rush, right? You know how they like to do that, right? And they get them, and then they dump it to the back, or they dump it to the guy. Like I think they're going to have to do that against that Ram front line defensive line. Let them come. You just basically let them come. It's really interesting. I, I think it's the quarterback must shit his pants when they he knows what's going to happen that they're going to do that because it's like here comes the guys. You know they're coming. Yeah, and you gotta hope you just you gotta get rid of it before they get you. <laughs> when they when they do that on on offense, I think it's amazing how they do that. It's like yeah, let them come. It's like you know, it's a, like the last time the Rams were in the Super Bowl, they lost to the New England Patriots thirteen to three, I think, and four, four years ago, whatever it was. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if this game is just as low scoring. I I don't know for some reason I don't I don't see it to be a high scoring affair. I think the Rams want to do a ball control game and they want to dominate time of possession. And and I, I think New England is having a hard time with the Rams defense. I, I don't know who's going to win. I can't predict the win because I think the game is close. If you give Joe Burrow the ball late in the game, I think he'll, I think he'll come up with some magic. So I mean, yeah, I mean the line's like four points. I think the, the big thing for the line is that four is a lot. And if you go up to four and a half, a lot of games end on four and more games than you think. And I think the big key there, I mean, in a betting way, is like I want to take the money line in Cincinnati. You know that um that one guy bets a lot? He owns mattress stores in Houston. Yeah, mattress Mac. Yeah, he bets like a cra- he bet the Bengals in the championship game against Kansas City on um, money line, and now he's betting the money line here. He's betting money line. Yeah, and I would be like, I would just take the points and even buy a half a point because I think the key is going to be that kicker. They got a better kicker. Well, their kicker, Evan McPherson, he's a rookie. He's he's better. He's better yeah. than that guy, uh, Gay. What's his name? Gay. 
man. He's, he's, that guy's inconsistent. I think that's a big deal that at least Cincinnati will probably stay within the four, four and a half. And I, I'm with you. It's weird. The over-under is weird. It's like 48, 48 and a half. And I'm with you. It seems like these teams are going to go up and down the field, but it almost could be that Ram defense could end up looking like Tennessee did against Cincinnati. Yeah. It's and stuff, well, you know, like. Well, you know, one of the side notes is that the your team, the Vikings, is going to get the Rams offensive coordinator after the game. Kevin O'Connor. I know. I, I kind of want him to do really good. <laughs> I want to see like a big, big showing of their offense just because I'm I'm greedy about it right yeah. now. And I want, you know, I got interested and I want to see what they're going to do. I mean, I'm definitely excited about that, you know, and, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. But it's going to, it's an interesting, I, I just think it's just weird. Like Cincinnati just came out of basically kind of nowhere in a way. And, and, I, and I never thought Burrow would be this good after that ACL injury this yeah, fast. That's the other thing. He never had an injury. Oh, the other thing is that you know, Joe Burrow at Ohio, in high, in high school, he not only was the number one recruit in football, but he was Mr. Basketball. Oh, really? Great basketball player. He's a great athlete. I, I, wonder, I wonder if they use the um, Achilles tendon cadaver. When they fixed his ACL, oh, is it the is it the cadaver from the Achilles or the cadaver? From well, they either the harvest the meniscus uh, yeah. or something. The MC they they do, but the, I've heard I've heard the thing now is to to get a Achilles tendon cadaver because it's so strong, and they use that now. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah so the recovery is quicker and it's stronger. Like after it's done, it's like really strong. Yeah, but sometimes, though, you know, it, it, it's not even the, the ligament itself doesn't tear. It just rips off the bone. Sometimes it rips off the bone, which, you know, rolls like a lampshade. When you say that, I get an ache all over my body. Because I'm like, I can't even imagine, like, rip, something rip off the bone. Yeah, well, that happens all the time with the... Um, with the bicep, you know, and they, they tear their bicep, it rolls it rolls up like, not a shade, a window shade. It rolls up like a window shade. And the pec, right? The pectoral. The pec, too. The pec just tears right off the bone. Rip, rip right off the bone. It's ridiculous. They, they reach, take a tackle, and rip. And they can't lift their arm up. You know what was funny? Well, um, you know, years ago I did that I show Fox Force or 2000, and I interviewed Junior Seau down in Diego, and it was shortly after they were in the Super Bowl, right? And um, and I said, you know, one of the you know the questions was, "Hey, Junior, you tore your bicep at the beginning of the year and played with it the whole year because you know he, he would if he had surgery he would have missed a year, so he played with a torn bicep, and he and he pulled up his sleeve, he showed me it was fixed, right? Oh, fixed, but there was a big knot in there, like this really. Big- Build up like he like he was huge. He was a huge bicep, and they 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 pulled it down and they reattached it, but it was all like mangled because he played the whole. Oh, could he move it? He could move it, but he didn't have full range of motion. <clears throat> and he they they won in the Pittsburgh. They beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in the AF Championship game to make it to the Super Bowl, where they lost in um ninety four to the 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 Forty Niners. They got yeah. killed. But Junior say 
did that whole year with Horn Ironside. He played. He just wrapped wow. it up. It's, it's, it's incredible the stuff these guys got to go through. You know, it's it's it's, it's, it's terrible. That's why to bring full circle and and, and we I have to actually go get ginger. But that's why, buddy, I bring it full circle and I bring it back to Roger Goodell because I say that. The players make up this league, not the owners and not the NFL office. And I'm tired of these white guys, these old white billionaires talking about the state of the league. Stop. Just stop oh. talking about it. You're not doing a good job with it. The no, they're not. This is bullshit. It's bull. I'm going, the players it's are just doing a fantastic job. Listen, buddy. In the NFL – it's a player-driven league. The players do a great job with this league. All the players are great. The players are disciplined to reach this level. They're all great athletes. They've had to be great in high school and college. They get up to the NFL, and then they take their money. <laughs> they take money. They play game, and then a week later, they find $15,000 for a late hit during that game. It's just they rip the players off. And yeah, that old stuff too. That's all those fines and stuff is ridiculous. I used to love in the NBA, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban would match the fine and give it to a charity. Yeah, they're robbing the players. I don't even care if the fines go into a charity. They're stealing money from the players. Yeah. If all you're right, so playing a game, if you're playing a game and you commit a penalty, you shouldn't have to pay a fine on that penalty. No, it's baloney. It's ridiculous. Fifty thousand, twenty thousand. What? It's it's ridiculous. I'm telling it's you, ridiculous. Roger Goodell's got to get fired, and here's who they got to hire. The NFL's got to hire Condoleezza Rice as the commissioner. That's the next minute. Well, I want Condoleezza Rice. She's a big football fan, and she wants the job. And they got to get rid of that goofball Goodell. Well, and I bet you a lot of players would like that too. Oh, my God. He's the worst commissioner I've ever seen. He's worse than our guy from Rome, Manfred, who's got. Oh, Manfred's unbelievable compared to him. Yeah, you know, and and you know, a lot of baseball people would say you're crazy, but come on, who are you going to choose? You would take Manfred over, 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 over him, over Goodall. All right, so look, I know you got to go, and I know we had a lot of technical difficulties. I want to, you know, we'll figure it out. I don't know. It's weird. It's like the audio is not syncing or the video. Last week it was me. Now this week it's you. But we'll figure it out. We'll, We'll get in touch with Lala. We'll get in touch with the Cajun Connection down at Ukru Media. We'll figure it out. When we'll do our post Super Bowl show next week, um, but you know, I apologize to everybody I don't out know what there. You're doing. I don't know what you're doing the Super Bowl? But if you want to do like a quick Super Bowl show on Sunday? Maybe I could do that too. I don't know, like you know, maybe like a quick half hour preview. If you want to do a Super yeah, Bowl, yeah, let's yeah, let's figure it out. What I'll do is um, I'll text the um, the Boo Crew Media guys tomorrow, and we'll try to figure out um, maybe what we'll do is we'll do a couple tests. They'll do a test with me, a test with you. We'll try to figure it out. You know, just you know apologize for everybody out there that was waiting around and you know and we were kind of going back and forth and everything like that but you know the bottom line is it's going to be a great game it's going to be a fantastic Super Bowl I think it's going to be a good even if it's a low scoring game the game's in LA I mean what better can you do that the halftime show is going to be unbelievable with Dr. Dre and Snoop just bought death row records and I think there's a couple other people but I know those two guys are there and the game like I I want the Rams I'm I'm going to say I want the Rams and I think the Rams win Yes. And I want the Rams, but if I had a bet, a, a, take a bet, I would probably take the Bengals plus four and a half. I mean, yeah. if I, if, well, like you know. I said, if the game is close and, and Joe Burrow's got the ball in the fourth quarter, I'm not betting against him. 
I'm just not. No, because what if the game, what if the Rams are up by 10? That guy can go down the field, get a TD. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, oh, so yeah, that, and I think the kicker, yeah. I think the kicker, their kicker is going to make more kicks and clutch kicks and some of their drives that will stall. He's still going to get three points out of it for him. Whereas the Rams, I don't know, that gay guy, I've been watching that guy. He's very inconsistent. He's um, He's got a body shape like a pear. And it's not that he's a, like a soccer player with a big back end and big legs. He's just not – he just looks terrible. He look, He's just got this bad-shaped oh, body. And he's he's not consistent. He's, he's their weak link. He's their weak link. And sometimes it's special teams kicking game. Sometimes that's what it yeah. gets down to in this thing. So anyway, so again, you know, Tommy, good show. Old Men of Sweats, Barry D, Tommy T, thanks for joining us, listening. You can listen to the, the replay of the audio and the video tomorrow on all the major platforms. And remember, you know, even though today, like, we had a lot of hard times with technical stuff and all that, and we tried to do the best we, we could do. And most of the time I was watching Tommy like a kung fu movie where the lips weren't speaking to the words. But we're still going to tell you this. I'm still going to tell you this because this is the way I'm going to just tell you. I don't care. Remember and always remember about this. We won't try harder next time. This, so don't this, even ask us. Don't even ask. Look at this, this. This is it. This is what you get. So if you want to take a team, if you want to take a bet, take Cincinnati plus the four, buy it up to four and a half. I think Tommy would probably even go with that. I'll take Cincinnati in the other. I'll parlay that. All right. So take time. We'll take it. And our friend and our friend Malachi in Rome, New York. Our friend Malachi, don't go with him because he's going to bet five thousand on the Rams. He bet five thousand on the Rams last week and won. Yeah, and he's going to go again. He's going to double down. He's going to give it right back. Yeah, and and does he bet money line or does he bet uh, points? I don't know. It's a good question. I got to ask. I think he's the points. You should tell him he's got to be careful with that. He's got to buy that down to three. He's got to buy that thing down to three or bet money line Rams and just suck it up. I agree. Yeah, Because he's crazy if he lays four. Yeah. Four and a half. He's nuts. He's not good. good. Yeah, it's a tight game, man. Tight game. Yeah. Yeah, so good for him. So anyway, all right, so I know you got to get going. I want to say one last thing about your dog. I like your dog when you bring him on and you put him on the on the counter cuz you know he reminds me of that dog in good in, in good in good fellas. You know remember the painting of the dog one look, going one way, one was going the other day. That dog stands there like it's in a painting. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's it, on my He's actually yeah. on my lap. He's not on the counter. He's on my lap. But yeah, but he stands like very still, like he's getting he's posing for a painting. It's incredible that dog. Good buddy. He's All incredible. Right. All right, so um, take care, buddy. All I'll right. uh, I'll 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 try to I'll try to get you during the game and stuff. Appreciate yeah. it. So, All right, we'll talk on Sunday. All right, everybody. All right, Super Bowl extravaganza later. Right. Adios. Take care, buddy. Thank you, man. Adios, man. Oh!